0: All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Arnaldo Silva. You can just call me Arnold because that is easier to say and to pronounce. I have my beautiful family with me this morning. Of course, my wife. Uh, It was love at the first sight when I was 12 years old. It took me 10 years, and we married when I was 22. Uh, And today, this morning, happened something very special to us. Uh, my oldest daughter, which is here, also got engaged with uh, somebody that I do not know. Uh, and I do not want to know, I'm not just kidding, with Brian. And so we are so thankful for his life and what the Lord has done in their life. Um, and so uh, that is what happened this morning. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous, not because of this, because, but because of him. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I <laughs> uh, no. You're going to know one day. Don't worry. You'll get there. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I have other children, too. They're here. Uh, and then I have, uh, of course, Michaela is the oldest one. And then Jana, we have here, too. And then we have Esteban, or Esteban. And he's going to go to Word of Life in August to do Bible Institute for one year. Then we have Gabriel, that also is right here with us this morning. All right, will you please open your Bible in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. We'll go through these verses, and so that is what we are not going to read right now. We're just going to go ahead and pray, and the title of this uh, sermon today is Two Foundations. That is the, the title and I'm gonna to try to speak very slowly. Sometimes I get emotional when I'm preaching, and I might go a little faster. I'm gonna to try to remember myself, slow down, so people can understand. But if I don't, I am sorry. Uh, well, let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so very much for the opportunity that we have to be here. Thank you for Jesus that came to give his life for us. And today, We can have the assurance of heaven. We can be sure that after this life, we will go to a better one through Jesus Christ. So I pray that you use our life so others will come to know Jesus and experience real life, salvation. And I just pray that you use your word this morning to encourage us. I pray that the Bible be our teacher this morning. That the Bible be the one that admonish us and encourage us. Help me to emphasize only what the Bible say. And I pray that the Holy Spirit have the liberty to work in us. And I pray in the name of Jesus, amen. All right, sometime when we get to uh, verses that we know very well, like this one, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through, 24 through 27, we think, I know what that verse means. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, uh, familiarity with the text works against us. Because if you're thinking that right now, you probably is going to just turn off your ears and say, I already know what he's going to say. Well, it could be that you already know, or maybe you can learn something new today. So today I want to reveal for you the secret of happiness. Now you say, that one I want to know. If you go online and you type that, You're gonna find three ways to the happiness, or seven things that you have to do to be happy. Today, I'm only gonna show you one secret, a very easy but complicated secret for happiness, and we're gonna see that in Matthew chapter seven, verse 24 through 27. So please, let's go in Matthew 7, 24 through 27. And we're going to go together through these verses. And so we're going to start then in verse 24. Verse 24, Matthew 7, verse 24. This is the last application of Jesus Christ of the Sermon on the Mount. And so we come to the last application, the last word. I would say one of the most important one for all of us. And so the first word in verse 24 is everyone then. Now, first of all, everyone in this verse is not everyone. One of the things to interpret the Bible is that we have to consider the, the context. And, we, and the Bible interprets the Bible, right? So, two basis things, hermeneutical things for interpretation. So who is everyone in this text? Is everyone everyone? No! Look at what the verse says. Everyone then who hear this word of mine. Who is of mine? Jesus. Who is Jesus? God. So everyone that hear, listen to the word of God. Therefore, he is talking to all of us. Especially believers. We that are um, we that we hear, listen, re-study the word of God. Everyone then here is you and me. So this is, that is how the verse starts. Everyone then who hear this words of mine and 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 that this is this is the most important part of the of this four verses everyone then who hears this word of mine and what? and thus then so this is very important thus then obey then Practice then. Not only listen, not only read, you gotta go an extra mile. The extra mile is what? Does then. So he said that everyone then who hears these words of mine and does then will be like what? Will be like a wise man. Now, it's very interesting. When you go to the original, to the Greek, you're going to tr- probably think that the word that, they, that the author used is going to be Sophos or Sophia. You know, that is the most common Greek word for wisdom. But it's not that word that Jesus used in this verse. It's another word that points to a practical wisdom, it's a different word that. So is indicating somebody that have insight, prudent, somebody that is smart. So everyone then who hears this word of mine and obey, does it, will be like a, an intelligent, smart, somebody that have insight, man or woman. Everyone then who hears this word of mine and does then will be like a wise man who do what? Who build his house. Now this is, that, that word house is a reference not to a house per se per se, I'm sorry. It's a reference to what? It's a reference to your life. So the house there, metaphorically, is making reference to your life. Everyone then who hears this word of mine and does then will be like, no maybe, will be like a wise man who built his house. How do I know that this house is a person? The context, the text, a wise man. House on the rock so let's go over it again. everyone then who hears this word of mine and does then will be like a wise man who built his house, his life, his home on the rock. All right, this is my question for you now. So what is the rock? Ah. Ha, ha, ha. Ah, Jesus Christ. Of course, Jesus, because we know the music. On Christ the solid rock, I stand. All other ground are sinking sand. And that, I'm sorry, that is the truth, but it's not the truth in this verse. I know you might say, then, what what, what else could it be? The word of God. Remember the song that we used to sing when we were a child? Build your house. In Spanish, it said build your house on the word. Amen. And that is a truth, too, but it's not the truth of this verse. This is the main thing here. This is the secret. So my question for you is, what is the rock? If it's not the word, if it's not Jesus in this verse, what is the rock? That's the secret. We're going to see in just a minute, both of them are going to be exposed to the word of mind, to the word of God. But this in particular, what is the difference? He Thus then the rock is your obedient to the word of God. The rock is practicing the word of God. the rock is living the word of God. so everyone that then who hear these words of mine and Thus then will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. Let's go now to verse 25. We're going to go back in the end, uh, some, some point here. But verse 25, and then, and, and he said that, and, and the, the rain fell, verse 25. It's very interesting. The rain fell, the flood came, and the wings, blue. Fell, came, and blew. No blue like at the color blue. The other is coming. <laughs> those are things that is going to happen to those that hear the word. Those are things that is going to come So if the house is is pointed to the person's life, then the rain, the flood, and the wind is pointed to what we experience. What he's saying is that we will go through problems. Difficult time is going to come. You will be anxious one day. You will feel depressed. It's going to come. It's not maybe. It's going to. One of these days, you are going to lose. One of these days, somebody's going to betray you. And that somebody can be your wife, your husband, your children. How can you stand? Things like that happen. I read the word of God. I pray. So therefore, I'm thinking i going to be able to stand still and be there. Read this. just to read the Bible is not enough. You have to obey them to be ready when this happens. Because then things can get complicated. And now you're going to feel lonely. Now you might lose your job. Now, my, my, you might go through a divorce, maybe a sickness, diagnosis that you are not expecting. Maybe it's a cancer. <coughs> and then unexpectedly, somebody that you love with all your whole heart might die. Rain is going to come. Flu is going to come. Wind is going to come. But when that happens, if that house, if that life is built upon the rock, something's going to happen. What is going to happen? Even then, the rain, the flood, and the wind is going to hit that house. It's going to hit that house. In another word, is going to hurt. Even if you're a Christian, even if you're living the way that you're supposed to live, even if you're obeying, it's going to hurt. That is what the Bible is saying. It's going to hurt. It's going to shake you. You'll be f- fearful. It's going, you're going through that thing. And it's okay. Sometimes you think that those things only come to the life of those that disobey God. Or, or you're suffering because you are sinning. And it's not always like that. Remember Job. And what about remember Jesus? Didn't He cry blood? Didn't He ask God, please, if it is your will? Remember? Is going to he, obey, hurt. And then this is the good news. The good news of verse 25 is that, but That is the blessing, but, but, different Allah in Greek, in the country, but, that house, it did not fail. This is a reason for celebration. That house still standing, that house still obeying God and rejoicing. That house is firm. Why? What is the secret of happy life? What is the secret of that house? Man, that man is like a Joe. His wife left him. His their son and daughter left him. He even lost or lose his job, but he still is standing. What is the secret? The Bible says. What is what is the secret? What is the secret? Because it had been found on what? The on the rock. What is the rock? the rock? It's obeying, practicing the word of God. Sometimes you're going to feel like no coming to church. But you know that you have to come to church. Come to the church. Sometimes you're not going to feel like a giving to God. But you know you have to do it, right? So you have to do it. Who does the word of God? Sometimes you're not gonna feel like a loving your wife. But you have to do it because you know that you have to do that. Sometimes you're gonna feel like a not obeying your parent, not respecting them. Sometimes gonna, you're gonna think, ha, I'm smarter than them. They don't, they, don't, they don't even know how to open an Instagram account. <laughs> Can you snack chop me? <laughs> well, the rain is gonna come one day. And the wind is gonna, <gasps> When that happened, it will be very worth it that you obey God and that you did what his word says. He'll be on your side. He'll, be, He'll protect you. He'll be your salvation. He'll be your comforter. He'll be your peace. When everybody's falling down beside you, you'll be there, firm. A young guy, looking good, Looking handsome, 1,000 women dreaming about you, but you're there, waiting for the one, not giving up your honor, being pure. You can be Shakira, I don't care. I want to have a good life, and God will honor you. Now, then, then, we uh, see, sometimes I sometimes get excited, and, 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 but let's go to verse 26. Let's go to verse 26. Verse 26, and then it's going to be faster now because we already been through this word. So, and everyone. Who is everyone? Anybody that is exposed to the word of God. We're not talking about people, unbelievers, or non-Christians that they don't even know the word. They don't care. This is you and me. This is you and me. Sometimes we think that whoever built his house on the rock are Christian and those in the sense they're unchristian. No! This is you and me. And everyone, remember, who hears these words of mine is the same than verse 24. And everyone who hears this word of mine. Thank you. And, and, and this is what I call the first big difference. And everyone who hear this word of mine and does is the same. But now first is the one big difference. It's the negative, me, which means No. Somebody that choose not to do it. Somebody that choose to disobey. Somebody that choose not to practice what the Bible says. And everyone who hears this word of mine and does not do then will be, no maybe, This, this is not a a a, a sub and, and I forgot the word. Subjective. Subjective. No, it's not that word. Subjuntivo. you say subjuntivo? Subjective. There we go. It is the war! <laughs> I got it! It's like when I ha I remember when I went to Bob John, my first year, I went over there, I didn't know much English, and sometimes, you know, I, I used the, my first three months, I just memorized the book because I didn't understand much, you know? And so I remember in some of the questions, you know, the multi uh, multi-choice. multi-choice, I just went ta te para ta 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 te, that's it. And sometimes I got it right. You <laughs> like that right now. <laughs> So that is not a subjective. It's indicative. It's present and active in the Greek, meaning that will happen. And the not do then will be like. Will be like a, a wise man? No. No. We'll be like what? We'll be like a foolish man. Foolish man. Now, the word foolish is very interesting. Please do not get upset with me. I know that this word, uh, uh, for me, doesn't have any meaning. I mean, I know the word. I know that for you might have some more meaning. I'm not using this word like a bad word. It could sound like a bad word, but don't, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to use it anyway, so so I'm going to say it, okay? I'm sorry, Pastor Philip, I'm going to say it. He might not invite me again, but let's see. So this word foolish, this word foolish comes from the Greek word moros. So you have the M there, it's very, it's Greek, it's easy. You got the, the M here. Do you have that O? Yeah, like an O? When you see something like P, you have to read like R. And then you have again, O, and then S, and then A, and then O, and then that B like Sound like an N. Okay? So the word for, for, for foolish comes from the Greek moros, mora, moron. Moron was a koiné that in 1910, a psychologist, Henry Goddard, used from an ancient Greek word, moros, which means dull, stupid. And he used to describe a person with a mental age of, he used to describe a person with a mental age in adulthood adulthood of between 7 to 10 years of age. So a moron is somebody, is an adult, and so it is somebody that's supposed to have understanding, but he thinks, he reads, he behaves himself like a child. That is a moron. So if we go back to the verse, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a moron. If you disobey the word of God, you're a. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> you're a foolish. No, I think Jesus is very clear right here. Don't be like child. Don't be like a moron. Why? Because it's gonna hurt. Why? Because you'll suffer. So then he said. And everyone who hears this word of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man, a moron, who built his house on the what? On the sand. What is the sand? It's a reference of somebody that does not do the word of God. Somebody that choose to disobey the word of God. Somebody that thinks it's better for me not to give it to the church this week and keep it to myself so that way I can, have, I can go and have dinner after church. It's somebody that chooses not to come to church this morning and probably is watching in his living room with his pyjama the service. It's somebody that is cheating on her husband or, no, or husband or wife. God knows if somebody on his phone is watching pornography. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. That is, Bill, your life, yourself, your house on the sand. And Jesus said, do not be a moron. It's going to hurt. And then verse we we're, we're finishing now. Verse 27. And that, oh, you are speaking language now, huh? <laughs> I didn't change that. So, whoa, we're gonna you know, leave it there in Spanish. it's okay. So let's just go to your Bible. Hopefully you, you have your iPod, your, your iPhone, take it out now, you can find verse 27. Verse 27. Look, and the rain fell. And the flood came. And the winds And what happened? Bit hurt against that house. We are all going to go through struggle. Everybody one day will be sick. Everybody one day will go through suffering. I heard of a person, family, a wife, that this week, Friday, her husband went up of a tree to cut the branches and he fell down to his death. Can you imagine that woman? That Christian woman. Then she calls her daughter. She was working. She said, call so-and-so, which was the supervisor of where she works. And she delivered the news. The bad news. Brother, it's a bad news. It's a good news, of course. We're gonna meet Jesus, but you and me, we're human beings. It hurt. It's gonna shake us. We'll be afraid. It's going to beat the house. And if you're not ready. This is what it sad, it's very sad. What happened? And it fell. collapse. I've been in situations that literally I saw somebody collapsing. Collapsing. I'm a chaplain. I've been the one many times that delivered the bad news to people. Either of a death or of a Diagnosis—they are—they are not expecting. I saw people collapsing, breaking down. Recently, met a guy that he broke up with his wife, his uh, his girlfriend, and he tried to kill himself. See, rain will come. Wind will blow. How is going to find you? And then, and then we see another big difference right here. This house fell, but not only that, and great, great was the what? of it. it was painful it's when somebody questioned God now he had to find or she had to find somebody to blame and he's going to blame God now he's going to be or she's going to be like this now he or she's going to hate Now is when great things happen and panic attack is going to come. Going to be consumed by brokenness. bitterness, Intense depression. The bother of the flower. You're going to see that. Great was the fall of it. And so people go to drugs, and alcohol, and medicines, and pills. And many of them is going to find death, because they were not ready. (laughs) Yes, they went to church. Of course, probably they were playing here, or preaching even here. They pray too. They sing. They hear the word of God, but they did not do that. So what do we learn from this? And let me see my time. Oh, man. Oh, it didn't change. Still 30 minutes I have. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now we're going to go over three truths very quick. The fir- first of all, the first thing that we, we learn. And if you don't take anything else from this morning today, take this. To build your life on the rock is to practice, is to obey, is to do the Word of God. It is not only or enough to know the Word of God, but the difference is on the to do the Word of God. It is not enough to listen or to read only it is necessary you must do it you need to start there but you have to go the extra mile which truly is not an extra mile is the blessing to you is the happiness there you have to obey it and let me tell you something god is going to honor his word He will. He will. Even if you think at the moment that that somehow your feeling is telling you no. I mean, you're married, right? But this girl right here where you were, she's so beautiful. She looked good. And you might think, I'm going to have a better life with her. She's going to bring more happiness to my life. We're going to have so much fun. That is a lie from hell. It's not the truth. You know the truth. Obey it. But I don't feel it right now. Who cares? One day it's going to protect you. One day it's going to be like a wall. One day it's going to be like a, a foundation. You obey the word of God. So to expose yourself to the word is like a it's like a you know about a armor. Our, what it? There we go, thank you. And then you have to put it on. To go to war, you cannot go without it because you'll suffer. Now, second truth is that he who practices the word of God is a blessed man. He's gonna find strength. eh, Strength. eh, eh, This is very important. He who practices the word of God is is. Strengthen to live life. The Lord called me to the ministry when I was 14 years old. You don't even imagine how many times the devil tempted me. And he tried to bring depression, anxiety, and sadness to my life. I've been in school my entire life. I have a sister that she is a medical doctor. I'm about to finish the Lord willing soon. I'm writing my dissertation for a doctor in ministry. From one on one side, you have a bunch of money. And the other side, you question yourself. If I was a medical doctor, I would have that house, and I would go on that vacation, and I would have that boat, and now I'm here having nothing. No, not really like that, but you know what I'm saying? So the devil is telling you, no, that life would be better. No. I'm so happy that I choose to obey God. I'm married virgin. Now, I was the first Christian in my, in my family. Every weekend when I used to go after youth clues to my house, There was a party. (laughs) Woman, man, drinking, and everything. Right there. And I choose to obey God. Love at the first sight, when I was 12. When I was 22 years old, I married her. Now, after... That's when you can get in trouble. After 20 years? <laughs> 23? It doesn't look like we Our life has been so good. Um, now, after 23 years, my daughter is, is you know, with the guy. <laughs> Just kidding, right? God will give you the strength to enjoy life when it's hard. He will help you. He doesn't lie. He's the truth. He said, in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome them. He said that thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Last week we were in the Dominican Republic, in the beach, in Punta Cana, in an old resort, whatever, like that person right there. But I was enjoying every single thing! It's so good! I don't have to compete with anybody I was just enjoying the sun. I was getting blacker and blacker and black. I couldn't get more blacker than what I am right now. Songer, yeah. he will enjoy you, enjoy life. He will help you enjoy life. Trust him. And lastly, he who disobeyed the word of God, remember this: one day. Remember that one day. He who disobeyed the word of God will suffer great losses in his life. He who choose not to do the word of God. Please understand this, this is not an option. This will happen sooner or later. And great was the fala. Do not be a moron. Do not be. So to finish, how ready? Will you be when the storm comes into your life? Are you ready? You might be going through the storm right now. Who knows? Then you might say, how can I right now? Can I even right now get ready? Yes. If you obey the word of God, know that he is on your side. Know that he can take care of things that you can't. Know that he has the power that we don't. Know that he knows things that we do not know. That he is able to do what we are not able to do. Know that he is on your side. might be very difficult and hurtful. Talk to him. He's right there with you. Second, If you're not right with God, please repent and ask God to forgive you. And read 1 John 1, 9. He promised He will forgive you and do the Word of God. We all must build a solid foundation that needs to combine authentic commitment to the Word of God. To do the Word of God with persistency with obedience to the word of God. So then this is you right here. The ball now is in your side. Is that how you say The ball now is in your side. How would you like to live your life? This is what God wants for you. This is what the other wants for you. Jesus told us about this and also about this. How would you like? How would you like to end up your life? Like that? Or like that? Recently, I was visiting a lady. She is about to go to heaven soon. And I was—I asked her a question. So I said. So, what, what do you do? She's, she's a good Christian lady. She's a very, you know, faithful to God and everything. I asked her, so, so um, how do you spend your days? And she said, when you are on my age, you relieve memories. She said, you, you know, this older lady when she smiles, so cute, you know? You. Remember memories. It's like a movie. You watch all of them again. And even if nobody is with you, you rejoice, and you smile, and you're happy because you have memories. What is the memories that you're going to remember? What is the memory that when you are by yourself, in that bed and the pillow will come for you what is is it something that might bring more pain (coughs) you choose let's pray dear father in heaven thank you for your words clear all of us to choose to obey, to do, to practice the word of God. And to have the clear conscience of doing it, the strength that came with it. We want to be firm when the rain. when the wind blew. Maybe hear somebody that is going through a hard time. Just pray. And in that hard time, you be the one that brings comfort. To those that are doing good, I pray that they might choose to obey your word help all of us I pray in the name of Jesus Amen thank you for your attention